1: brother kenny
2: hello today we're going to be discussing season one episode 19 rebirth it originally aired on march 12 1990 it was directed by tom sheehawk and it was also written by tom sheehawk
3: forget about it george we are not going to catch anybody by sleeping with the ding dong we are not
0: supposed to sleep we are on a steakhouse yeah, well, six nights in Minimart land is enough but he's already held up every store within a six mile radius sooner or later he has to come
3: to well, us Well, i'm coming up with a new plan Hey, who took the donut I had here? Why are you human so impatient? George, I am not cramming myself on top of that beer cooler anymore. Really? I find the arrangements quite comfortable. Yeah, well, maybe you're used to tiny little vibrating crawl spaces, but I didn't grow up on a spaceship, okay?
1: All right, let me get you the episode summary. Matt and George search for a newcomer who is robbing convenience stores and ends up killing Matt. Fortunately, he's brought back to life by his killer. After his near-death experience, Matt begins looking for answers and starts with a religious sect that investigated recently. During Matt's search for answers, he faces some of the demons from his own past. George is asked to be the coach of Emily's Little League team and looks for guidance from Matt.
0: The last robbery occurred three days ago here on Magnolia, still within the six-mile radius. Any idea why he doesn't go any further out than that? We are working on the theory that our robber doesn't have transportation and therefore must live within walking distance to all the convenience stores.
1: No hits in the last three days.
0: That, too, is his pattern. One hit every three or four days, so he's probably ready for another attempt.
1: Thank you, George. All right, people. Three days since this guy put Sykes in a hurt locker, the DA gave us an attempted murder warrant. I'm tired of us looking bad. I want him. Understood?
0: All right. Let's roll. Uh, George. How's he doing? Uh, he's uh, anxious to get back to work Yeah, well, he should enjoy the vacation while he can How are you doing? Anxious to have my partner back It, uh, looks like you've got him
2: Alright, we have our typical stars here We have Terry Treyhouse as Kathy Frankel Which well, she was so
1: excited that she was back <laughs> We have Eric Pierpoint as Detective George Francisco Ron Fazzler as Captain Brian Grazer We have Gary Graham as Detective Matthew Sykes Michelle Scarabelli as Susan Francisco. Lauren Woodland as Emily Francisco. Sean Six as Book Francisco. And Jeff Marcus as Albert Einstein. And now for our guest cast. We have Ellen Wheeler as Oakno. We have Milt Kogan as Doctor. We have Rafi DiBellazio as Billy. John Sudell as Sykes' dad. We have Ryan Cash as Young Sykes. Riff Hutton as Officer. See, and I thought he was just a bona fide extra, but he actually had
3: lines and everything. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> Terry Semper as nurse, and Brian Thompson
2: as Peter Rabbit.
3: And after the crystals fell on me, he touched me, George. I could feel his hand on my chest. I could feel my body jerk alive again. What a wonderful dream. <sighs> I
0: didn't know you dreamed when you were dead. Matt. We've been working with several witnesses, and a composite sketch of the perp with your input would help us a great deal. I can tell you what he looked like. I can tell you what he smelled like, George. He touched me. He did more than touch you. He slammed you up against a brick wall. Matt, I still think the hospital released you much too soon. They didn't have any choice.
3: But I laid in that hospital bed for three days. You can do a lot of thinking in three days. I don't know. What? You don't know what? What? is it possible can you newcomers bring people back
0: back to life heal them Matthew we have many advantages over you but bringing back the dead is not one of them but don't you think maybe there could be this powerful guy on the ship Um, who could no no Matthew if there was such a being with the losses on our ship he would be known he was there George in the room he touched me The doctor said that you were revived because of a final thrust of adrenaline in your body. That's the latest theory. The fact is, they don't know for sure. Well, what's important is that you're alive. What's important is finding out what brought me back. Someone would have seen him come out of the ER. The room was empty when I went in. Matthew, you were alone. Yeah. Yeah.
3: And where did this come from?
2: All right, so let's go ahead and discuss this episode.
1: Well, did you like it? Did you? I love enjoyed it. it? Was yes. it cool? It was good,
2: but again, it wasn't.
1: It wasn't. A, oh my god, kind of episode. It actually kind of confused me, in the, and and it kind of threw me off guard. And we'll go into it, but I was kind of confused. I had to ask you a few questions. I'm yeah. like, what's going on here? So. Yeah. Um, kind of touching too, you know. Very, yeah. I mean, again, it's another Matt
2: story. Yeah, he's the bulk of it. It's his past. This poor man is so screwed up.
1: But, yeah, yeah. You were saying that. You're all, yeah. For people not knowing who Matt was, just an episode earlier, according yeah. to the, the people, the people, they, yeah. gosh, this guy just is wow. Yeah. So you want his life for a day? It's no. Thank you. <laughs> it starts off uh,
2: with them investigating a what uh, what well, they. They don't know what it is. There's a body uh, in ashes. Look like it was burned.
3: Sykes? Francisco? Ignore him. We're going for food. Sykes? Sykes! You're uh, going to the ambassador. Hey, come on. We've been up all night. Yeah, somebody else was, too. Check out the body in the swimming pool. The ambassador? It's been closed
0: since 88. I believe it was purchased by a Lubov sect. Or what?
1: Yeah, they're doing some type of ceremonial, yeah. Tectonese
0: yeah
2: And then we see, a, we
1: see:
0: yeah, we see an
2: alien skeleton inside the fire. So Matt and George are sent to investigate. George knows what it is. He verifies it. They get it to, it's, I guess it's a way of sending off loved ones oh, after they pass. They burn, It's a cremation. They right. cremate their body, and they, they put them into little vessels, and then it's done. And it's legal. And it's legal. They, in 1993, there was some law that was passed that allowed these <laughs> certain groups of people to be able to, to practice their religion. Right. And this is part of their religion, so it, it's all legal. But Matt's funny, and he still writes her a ticket for uh, open fires, which is illegal. <laughs> which
1: I thought that was classic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Matthew, what are you doing? The 1993 Secular Senate granted them permission to practice their beliefs.
3: Yeah, well, EPA violation 444 grants me permission to practice my beliefs. We're
0: very strict on open fires he's always rather testy before breakfast
3: and then we uh
2: go back to the precinct and george gets some good news
0: uh detective francisco oh yes susan hi no no it's very pleasant night they called okay i am well that's wonderful oh yes i I am very excited tell emily i am very proud you two goodbye what I have just been approved to coach Emily's Little
2: League team. Which he's all excited about, because he's, he's, he knows all the facts because obviously he's super smart and anything he reads, he remembers.
0: What do you know about baseball? <laughs> well, it's true that the closest thing that we had to the sport on the ship was ejecting trash into space, but after reading several books, I've digested a great deal of information. Yeah, like what? What would you like to know? Don Drysdale's batting average, 1961. Uh, 0.193. Uh, Matthew, did you play baseball as a child?
3: Yeah, sure. Chink mm-hmm.
0: Revere, 1925. Well, let's see. He played uh, three games that year. He was up at bat only once and uh, struck out. That would be point zero, .00. Excuse me, what happened to the food around here? Mr. Spark Anderson tells a wonderful little anecdote in his book. He said... Top of the ninth, tie ball game, bases loaded, one in.. Hey,
3: you got your pitcher at the plate. He's been throwing smoke all day. What do you do? Let's see.
0: That would parallel the 1989 Los Angeles Cincinnati game in which manager Tom Lasorda had Mr. Jay Howard exactly no, 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 the same. No, 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 position. George, George. What would you do? Oh, uh, well, then there was the 52 Dodgers. Yeah, and the
3: 83 Mets and the 92 Pirates. A lot of input. What's the answer?
0: Matthew, you could help me. Suicide
3: squeeze. Keep your pitcher alive if you can.
0: No, no, no. I mean with my team. Help me, coach. No, George. But Emily would just love it. I said no. All right. But he doesn't really know
2: the game. The game. He knows Stats. how people play them. And he knows every every single stat because uh, Matt keeps testing them because Matt obviously played Little League and knows baseball. And So we go back to, which is I guess kind of the main story, is uh, there is uh, a rash of robberies, convenience store robberies. And they get a call that one is happening right then and there. They go there. They, uh, there's a cop there now. George goes to the front, Matt goes to the back, and as he's trying to put on a mask because there's tear gas, because uh, it doesn't affect the aliens. So what the robber does is he throws in tear gas, clears out all the humans, takes what and he then wants. takes what he wants and then leaves because yep. he can walk right in. So George walks in with no mask, but Matt's fiddling with the mask. The guy comes out the back and uh, knocks the gun out of the hand out of Matt's hand, picks him up. Chokes them and then throws him back into an electrical wall unit.
1: Yeah, brick wall.
2: Electrical and fan. kind of electrocutes um, chokes him to death. Um, yeah, Matt dies. He does. Yeah, George, <laughs> George says there's no pulse. They get him to the hospital. There's a slight pulse. And then there's a nothing. And we see uh, George and Susan out there praying to Selena and Darko. And uh, Kathy shows up and says, can I pray with you, even though she is a different religion?
1: Yeah, which I, it was neat because my brother goes, oh, I didn't know there were different religions. Yeah. And, yeah, Kathy mentions it in previous episodes. Yeah, I'm, I'm listening. <laughs> so sh- they're, doing the, <laughs> they're doing their, they're doing their, their temples, and Kathy's doing
2: her heart. Her heart so it's yeah. kind of neat to see. Yeah, but when he says doing, he means they're holding their hands up to their temples. I'm showing you like you can see me.
1: Yeah, (laughs) I'm I'm sorry, I forgot. It's
2: radio. And Kathy is doing her hands to her hearts, crisscross on her heart. So it's neat. So it just kind of shows you, yeah. Even though they're different religions, they can still they can pray together,
1: just like
2: us. Yes. And then uh, the doctor comes out with uh, Captain Grazer, and George goes and finds out, and looks like he has a conniption. Heart attack, he's gonna pass out. Yeah, he kind of, kind of, he loses kind of falls. Yeah, he, he loses balance, his feet. Yeah, like oh gosh. Yeah, you know. and then Kathy breaks down. All we're seeing this, is from the back of Kathy and Susan's head, looking at George. down the hallway, doctor, right. down the hall. So we see Kathy look, kind of break down, and Susan trying to be just holding her up and kind of touching her temple, which you obviously know is comfort, right? Um, and.
3: It's, George, sad. It's, yeah, really it's sad. It's really sad, man. George, I mean,
2: obviously, you know, he's not dead, but George comes back and says, "We lost um, my friend. Is dead, and
0: my friend is gone."
1: It's uh, it's hard. Yeah. To, to watch You know, and Kathy, we should be thankful that we got to know him Well, that's
2: where Susan, yeah, I was yeah. telling George yeah, sorry, Susan yeah. was telling George that Be thankful that we got to know, she was the strong one You know, George is, because, you know Susan's like, you know, she takes some time off He's like, no, or Brian uh, Grazer She takes right. like, time off And he's like, no, I'd rather work And So, so uh, George tells Susan, I wanted to say goodbye to him You know um, Susan says, I need to take Kathy home So, yeah, make sure she's okay. Yeah, because, yeah, obviously she's not in any kind of driving state. Because they were just starting to build their relationship. Yeah, and then he dies. and he dies. Matt has almost like an out of body experience. Yeah, the the guy who killed him is like dropping these crystals that we saw previously with that cult, or not cult, but the group of religious group. (laughs) (laughs) It's not a cult, I swear. The religious group. Yeah. Uh (laughs) Okay. They had the same crystals because he made a point of pointing them out to the woman and um, he's dropping those on Matt's chest and says you know it's not I'm your sorry time. it's not your time and he lays his hand on his chest and all of a sudden Matt starts breathing again and jumps up
3: I'm sorry it wasn't meant to happen who are you?
2: And then he lies back down, closes his eyes. And you realize it's all in his head, because then they go back to the scene where George walks in, and there's a sheet all the way up Matt's body, face, and everything. Yeah. You know, George pulls it down, lays his head, his, on his ear chest. on his chest, and you see Matt's eyes start flickering. And then he's George like, well, hears the heart, and then he starts... He's alive! ...freaking out <laughs> in the knees that he's alive, help. I'm like, yeah, like people are going to understand what you're saying. <laughs> so he's saying help. You know, he's alive. He comes running out and he tells the doctor he's alive. And the doctors run in and and then he turns to the camera, which I'm assuming is Susan and and Kathy, and he says he's alive. And he's all smiles. Stop it. Nice. Stop it. it. He's
0: alive. He's alive. He's alive. I'll go to the Um,
2: so yeah matt's not dead but it was it was really neat though but it was cool it was a it was a very cool moment yeah um and then we go back to the precinct it's a few days later uh george is missing his partner everyone's missing matt and then all of a sudden matt comes walking through the doors because he can't handle yeah he was in the hospital for three days yeah he can't handle being not
3: at work hey albert how's it going Sergeant Sykes, it's so good to see you back with us. Yeah, well, considering the alternative.
0: <laughs> hey, George. Welcome back, Matthew. Yeah, thanks.
3: What's everybody looking at? Never seen a dead man before? <laughs> <laughs> need to talk to you, not here. People's Georgia
2: side he, and says, need to talk and he to explains what happened with this guy coming to him and placing his hand on his chest, and he's like, you with know, the crystals are you guys able to bring people back, bring people back from the dead? And George is like, "No way because with all the deaths that we had, we would know if someone was able to do that. you know he's like, "Tinkneys can do a lot more than humans, but bringing them back to life it's not one
1: of them. but Matt's conflicted with this yes
2: yeah matt's hes he knows this guy did it he can he still feels the guy touching him. He knows for a fact that this happened. So then he 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 puts two and two together because he has a crystal.
1: Yeah, that's so what, like so see. That's where I'm kind of confused. From? Where'd the crystal come from? Yeah. Well, we don't know Did that lady planted on him. That's a possibility. Did? See, we don't know it well, really happened. But that's my yeah. that's my part where I'm confused. Yeah. We don't know. Was he lying? Was this this robber lying and? He really was a faith healer, or whatever you want to call I don't it. Know. We don't know. But you know, we'll get in that a little later yeah. on down the road. So
2: Matt goes back to this religious group that uh, they investigated earlier, and he's like, you know, take me to him because he thinks she's he's part of that group. And the woman's like, you know, you're more than welcome to join us for one of our little I don't know what you call it episodes. <laughs> yeah, whatever they do, they paint each other. Their cult thing. <laughs> they drink some hallucinogen and start painting each other. It's what normally they do. Um, and Matt does it, you know, he's skeptical, but he does it. And then we get into more background with Matt and his dad, uh, playing little league and his dad being drunk,
1: which I thought I'm like, well, at
2: least his dad came to the game. He may be plastered and drunk, but he's at the game.
1: Yeah. You know, the game ended, he didn't see his son. He just turned (laughs) around and started
2: walking away. away. Yeah. Um, and then we have a scene where Matt is, or his dad's in a liquor store buying more booze buying more booze and he's drunk obviously. Matt goes in there and says, I hate you and he's screaming, I wish you were dead and the kinda of, the father kinda of pushes him out the door and then all of a sudden a robber comes in and shoots, and his, shoots dad. his dad. And Matt's standing there looking at it and screaming through the window. Mm-hmm.
1: Talk about a traumatic. Yeah,
2: he, this poor kid has gone through so much.
1: I just wow.
2: So yeah, so then that happens. Matt leaves the group and he's like, "It's not what I'm looking for. You, you, know, you were no help." Blah, blah, blah. Thanks for well, planting they, this on me.
1: Yeah. Then well, they blo- they brought out that bad. Yeah. So I can.
2: Yeah. The whatever the ceremony they did brought out bad memories. He's like, "I can do that on my own." Yeah. He's like, "I don't need this." Yeah. So he leaves, um, and then they find the suspect again, and they go to arrest him. Or, you know, Matt Matt works his magic and figures out that he is a...
1: Well, let's back up a second where Matt's in his apartment and Kathy's there. Oh, yes, that's right. You know, come on, I can't... Dude, that's like... That's your your couple and you forget that? That's...
2: Yeah, that's right.
1: Where, where Matt's in the apartment and Kathy's like, I did I... Cook your flesh long enough, or whatever she did. I burn your flesh did I bring long. Your enough. Flesh she was. He was always great. It was yeah. perfect. Yeah, I feel like I want to be alone, and and she like, oh, I understand. She was asking for
2: anything, you know? Do you yeah, want me? Do you want me to rub you? Because it's like kind of And she's like, do you want me, me to rub you? And he's like, no, I just want to be alone. And she took not to offense to it, but she took it like, oh, I'm sorry for it. And she's like, no, 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 no. you being here is great. He's like, thank you. yeah. I just need to be to be alone. I just need to be alone. And she's like, oh, I understand. And he puts his hand up to her temple and that's what i needs. to to. said thank you thank
3: you would you like some more tea oh no no thanks i'm fine thanks for making dinner did i burn the flesh enough oh yeah you did fine thanks oh is your body sore would you like for me to rub it oh no thanks i just kind of want to be alone oh of course i'm sorry oh no no thanks for coming over and Cooking and everything. It just spent a hell of a day.
0: Been a long three days. I missed you, Matt. I'm really glad you're home.
3: Lucky for it.
0: So, if you need
3: anything. Thanks.
1: Hey, you can and I see. Was like, like, oh. See, that's what I wanted to get to because I was just such a. So a good. It was a powerful part on Matt. It was. Because you see Matt, you know. It's just a progression of How the he relationship. grows. And the, yeah, Matt is, as a person. Becoming better, you know, yeah. to the Tekkenese people yeah. and their relationship. And becoming better with Kathy's relationship. Right.
2: That's him. why I'm like, I can't he's, believe it. Instead of saying thank you in English, he actually put his hand or temple. His hand under temple which is a form of affection. And did, did his little he, click thing. <laughs> he just said thank you and Tank in ease. And she smiled and... Uh, it was you can a, see that it was... It was a nice moment. She really appreciated it. Yeah, you can it.
1: see like, man, he's yeah. giving effort. This yeah. is cool. Yeah. So, um, I thought that was big. I thought that was big. It was big. Was big. It, was, it, was, it was a really good moment. It's, and, it's another progression of... Of their relationship. their relationship. And now you can go to your end of your story. Sorry, but now you can go to where we're at now.
2: I don't remember where we're at now.
1: Well, they had a grid. And they thought they, yes. there was a six convenience stores that he hit, and then then there because was the seventh the mile one, radius, but the yeah. seventh six mile radius. Yeah, and the seventh one was outside the radius. So they were like, "It's not, yeah. it's not a it doesn't make sense." There goes a whole plan. It's not a routine. It's, it's six, not. It's not. Yeah. He's every you know. So what happens is they find out it's roots of recycling. trash yeah. Recycling, You know, and they're like, "Oh, you know." So Matt comes to find he out. He put all two and two together that find out this guy's working. They had a picture. The they had a picture. of This guy. Yeah. But he doesn't have a driver's license because he doesn't drive, which is – so this this guy fits his profile. Yeah. And he's a garbage man. Yeah. Well, he's a recycling Recycler man. collector. Yeah. yeah. So they said, hey, man, we at least got to go check this out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because it
2: all made sense. The seventh hit made sense. Right. Why – so the r- of
1: their route, right. Yeah. So they
2: know the next route is going to be. So they go in and uh, find the guy. Uh, of course, he sees a cop car and panics and starts running like, well, yeah, this isn't – show that you're guilty when you go running from cops
1: well there was like 50 cop cars I'd get nervous too dude I'd be. like, Well <laughs> yeah, you just stand there you know we're running from you them stand unless there, you're uh, guilty well there you if go you're not he, guilty the guy's admitting guilt yeah, he's well, like obviously Pace. yeah
2: but uh, they get him um, and then Matt places off like oh let me take him in this is a big big thing for me and let me take him in alone And which I don't buy but George is like okay I'll finish up here so Matt takes the guy off and says you know you brought me back to life. tell me how you did it can you do it blah 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 and the guy, of course, he's, the guy's gonna play along with us. Yeah, you want me to show you He'll, how? Yeah, let me, you know, just uncuff me and I'll show you how to do it.
0: This is not the police department. Why did you bring me here? You're gonna tell me what's going on?
3: I know all about you, man. I saw you. Then what are we sitting here for? Just tell me. Tell me the truth. What you said to me. You said it wasn't meant to happen. I heard you. You can do it, can't you? You can bring people back to life. You can heal people. Come on. What the hell's a big secret? You humans cannot deal with all that we have within us. I am to take from those who have more than they need and give it to those without food or clothing. But you broke laws. Laws on paper do not mean as much as the laws of existence. Some of us are chosen to remind the world of that. You can save us. Say it. You can bring back the dead, can't you? Good can be raised just as easily as evil. You see why the gift must be kept within. A garbage man's going to save the world. What did a carpenter's son do?
1: It goes back to the, uh, George, George
2: teaching the, the kids, teaching the
1: kids, and he's horrible. He's doing the ride crew and the he's just yeah, yeah, the ride crew and the different batting styles of different players. He's not teaching he's them. Not, he's just yes, he's just mimicking other the Willie Mays catch, big, the Roberto Clemente yeah. catch, the different ways. Yeah. And I, you know, and it's not and the teaching kids are bored the out of, of, mind, out of their
2: minds. They're he's not, giving speeches. They're not learning. Albert is the assistant, which is oh, hilarious. God. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just not going well, and you know. Uh, the session ends and, and Georgia and, and Emily are talking and, and Emily's like, you know, are we doing this right? I don't, you know, you're great, but I don't think this is how we're supposed to do it. And George knows that he didn't do well. And then he gets a call over the radio saying uh, Matt is requesting for his assistance because the suspect escaped, got the way. And, and I was
1: uh, confused right there because I didn't know what was going on because I didn't know if to believe if he was at Faith healing. No, because what happens
2: is George goes back to the precinct. And uh, Grazer is there, and he's like, you know, yeah. we raided his place, and look, there's plane tickets, and there's... So this guy lived lavishly, so as soon as he robbed the bank, he would spend the money. Spend the money, right. So when we hear that, this guy is saying, you know, I I rob from the rich, and I give to the poor. And like Robin Hood, like right? Like Robin That's Hood, right. yeah, you yeah. know? And and at first, you're like, I don't know if I should believe him or not, because is it real? Did he really
1: help Matt? Because he know, did sound sincere. He
2: did. I mean, I, it's hard to, you know... To not believe him. And then when you find out the truth that, you know, he was in Vegas buying a ticket for Vegas. And you're like, what a jerk! Matt was resurrected. And yeah. So then you're like, oh, okay, yeah, he's an idiot. Um, but then, you know, they find him. Um, Matt gets there and George gets there. And then Matt, I I don't like this scene because Matt just freaks out and, you, you got a shotgun. But and, you
1: got to understand why he's freaking uh. out because... He truly believed this guy can. He did, but he had, he was thinking the intentions to bring his father. But he, yes, yes, that's what, that, and that's what, it, what that's it what is. it leads to, right? But it's it's just so not
2: cop like to, to take a suspect, a robbery suspect, out on your own. You, Don't well, take him to the priest. You know hands.
1: what? He thought with emotion and his... He does that a little too much. I'm well, well, yeah, but I mean, he, you got to think about it. <sighs> if, if you had bad... Ter- one thing I didn't like about this. But if you had bad terms with your father... And there was a way to bring him back to life. a way to bring him back to life to say, hey, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry, I love yeah. you, or whatever. Yeah. You're going to do it. Yeah. And, and, I mean, and yes. I understand.
2: I understand. But then there's the final scene where they go up on the rooftop and they cornered the guy Matt it looked like he's gonna kill him because, because he, he lied, lied to him you know he just wants got a- Matt's hopes up and he really thought that he was gonna be able to talk to his dad again and
3: freeze man it's all over I believed you man look it's over I lied I'm just a garbage man. Matthew!
0: dust. It's this Melanie! You have the right to remain silent. Get away from him, George! What are you really angry at? Get away from him! What is it?
3: What is it, Matthew? I believed him. <laughs> he said he could do it.
0: He wanted to believe
2: him. So we find out that, that Matt's dad didn't die from the gun wound, that he was kind of pretty much... He wasn't the same. He wasn't the same, and then in the past five years, he'd been in a coma. coma. So 20 years, he was not quite the same, and then five, five, years. five years, he's been completely comatose. And then they go back, they go to where Matt's dad is being held, and you see all the machines going, and they're looking through a tiny window through the door, and... You know, he's just saying, I just wanted to talk to my dad again. I wanted to tell him I was sorry that I didn't want him to die. Because you remember, Matt, as a kid, said, I want you to die. And then two seconds later...
1: He gets shot. He
2: gets shot and almost, you know, technically dies. And George tells so, him. Then go talk to him. Yeah, go tell him that. And he's like, you know, he hasn't heard anything for years. And But but George is right. Matt needs to get it out there. Even He'll if, feel better. Just to say tell that dad him. doesn't hear him? right? You he don't, may don't you know, know what's going on, you know, so you don't know. So right. go and at least get that off your chest and... So Matt goes to his dad and holds his hand and says, "You know, we have a few things to talk about." Yep. And then we go back to the baseball diamond practice. practice. Yeah. And we finally, finally, George realizes what he's doing as a coach, and he tells Emily to because she's like, "You know, should I do the the Rod Carew Carew stance or should I do because she's getting ready to bat?" And he's like, "Just do whatever feels comfortable to you." Which is what you're supposed to do as a coach. You're not supposed to right. teach styles. You
1: let the kids let figure them, it out. Right. They'll find a way that they can hit the ball. Because the one kid's like, coach, I got the rod crew down. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, <and> he's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um,
2: so yeah. So it was a it was a nice little ending to the episode.
1: You know? Yeah. Um,
2: but, you know, I mean, it's still it it, it was it's a it's another good episode. Out of, like one to ten, I'd give it a seven. So I give seven, it an eight. Really? See,
1: it, I give it a seven. Eight, eight and a half because it was to me it was a real powerful episode. I think it had moments of that. No, yeah, you're no, you're I right. Think, it wasn't the whole episode wasn't powerful, but it had strong moments, Ken, where it so was you think enough me, of it was To me it was very powerful, you know. I, I agree. I think there were powerful
2: moments. But I also like the interaction between Kathy and, and and Matt. That little just that few seconds.
1: But see, that was uh, elevated, right? But
2: you're right. A lot of it is about death and dying, and because did Matt imagine it? Did because the doctor said it was the adrenaline shot that they gave him,
1: the last adrenaline shot that
2: finally kicked in and got his heart going again, even though he had been dead for a few minutes. Which medically, I'm sure that is possible, but was it really but that matt had the crystal yeah and he said he could really? feel he said he could still feel the guy's hand yeah so comes. i mean it, so it goes it, it leaves a lot of questions it was to me it was it's a really good, good episode belief, do right. you believe that something like that can happen is there a higher power that can you know alter someone's life and and it goes to or is it science where medicine actually brought matt back to life not spiritual
1: Right, you know, so it's a, it's a it's a cop between those two things. For me, for me, it's a little more powerful too because you know my relationship with our dad is yeah. kind of tough, yeah, and I don't want to that. You know what I mean? So it's to me, it's it's well, powerful. yeah. So you got the father side of the yeah. story. See, I didn't see that. From see, I did, and I, that's yeah. why to me it was really a powerful. I'm episode. saying that would make sense
2: because you know obviously your relationship with our dad and that it's relationship with his a little dad bit. is not as strained as theirs, no. but no, I can definitely see. So, okay, so that's cool. So, so that's you, why to you me... You saw it on a totally different level right? Because I don't have that. <laughs> I have a good relationship with my right. dad. And, you know, so that's cool. I didn't even think about that. That's why, for me, it's a real powerful That's episode. cool. So, All right, well, then it makes sense
0: why you would go eight and a half. Very
2: much enjoyed it. I would do uh, just a nice solid seven. It was a really good, solid episode. Cool. Yeah.
0: All right. I thought today was an excellent beginning. I hope you did as well. Yes, well, uh, just remember what Mr. Sparky Anderson says.
2: Can we go now? Uh,
0: yes, uh, well, thank you all, and, uh, I'll, uh, I'll see you next week. Why does that little boy remind me of my partner? Dad, do you think you're doing this right? Oh, I don't know. Something seems wrong, doesn't it? Everybody's just doing what you say. Well, that is what they're supposed to do. The coach is the leader, the one the team looks to for direction. Yeah, I guess. But you don't think that's right? I mean, they're real good at explaining and everything, but... So why can't we hit home runs like Babe Ruth and and steal vases like Willie Randolph? Well, I don't know. I'm sure it's in the books.
1: On this episode's BTS, although credited, Sean Six, Buck Francisco does not appear in the episode. Yeah, they do that a lot. It's like out of the main cast, there's always one or two that do Why would they, that why really would they do that, show though? Up. It doesn't
2: make sense. I mean... Well, I mean, the reason that they don't take them out of the credits is because the credits are main characters cut. cut. And they're... Well, made, they're yeah, they're look, already cut. There's cuts, looping, so they're not gonna, Right. Yeah, they're not going just, to just... they just All they do is cut it, paste it, and it's already done. But, yeah, I mean, I guess they're just maybe, obviously, payment. You know, if you're in every... Like, George and Matt have to be in every episode because the story's about them. Right. But the, all the extraneous characters, they it's can come miss, in whenever right? they want and... You know, obviously his family will be in there more often than not, but the wife would be more. Like Susan
1: would be more important, or Kathy would be more important. Than well, I, thought, I thought Uncle Mudry would have been more important. He was important would, to a certain. Well, that sucked.
2: Can okay, That's that still a sore
1: <laughs> point with me. I loved Uncle Mudry. Okay, yes. sorry. Next
2: <laughs> still bitter about that. Uh, Brian Thompson, who played Peter Rabbit, which was the bad guy is the only actor to appear in both the original film version of Alienation and the subsequent television adaptation, Alienation.
1: That's right. I God, I knew he looked, but he looked so, <laughs> my God, I swear. He's been in a it. lot of things. He's a villain. Yeah. He's amazing. He's, He's a, always a bad a guy. He's a villain figure, but you're right. He did play in the original one. Son yeah. of a gun. He was, he was uh, yeah. God, I'm He's loving the this. the only
2: actor ever to be in both the TV series and the movie.
1: That's really cool. Yeah.
2: This episode is Tom Cheehawk's directorial debut. Yeah. He's normally a writer. He actually wrote this episode as well. But he's written previous episodes of Alienation.
1: So that's kind of cool. So you actually get to write time. it. He wrote it and, and then you get to direct it. it. That's yeah. kind of cool. Yeah.
2: That's got to be kind of, that's got
1: a lot of work, I would think.
2: It's a lot of work. But it's also a huge accomplishment to be For able sure. to write it and, and direct, direct it. And direct it, yeah. Because most writers, unfortunately, don't get to direct their what's written, written and it gets written. changed. But if you write it and direct it,
1: you're like, you actually, <laughs> I wrote that, yeah. it's staying. It's staying, That's right.
2: <laughs> that's right. Now, I found this really interesting. I got this story from my Alienation companion book that I have. The original story idea for this episode would begin with Sykes getting shot and rushed to the emergency ward, which actually happened. We didn't get shot. He got shocked and shocked. We didn't get shot. uh, Where he is pronounced dead. But it turns out that his, his, Sykes' father, attempted to kill himself on Christmas Eve. So instead of being shot by a robber, he actually tried to commit suicide. This was a... On Christmas Eve, right. yeah, and um, but he fails, and he winds up in a coma. So, so that's what this backstory is. That's about. what the yeah, that's what the backstory is. So, yeah, so this is what is traumatic to uh, to Sykes. Psych. So Sykes now has this dark memory of Christmas. Uh, I guess this episode was set during Christmas time. Uh, even though it aired in March, but that doesn't... Yeah, it's all right. But yeah. Um, so in the very last scene, which is the same as the first scene, he's coming into the emergency ward, but instead of Sykes dying on the table, the doctor comes out and says to George, it looks like uh, he's going to survive. It's a Christmas miracle. And Sykes pulls through. So the whole show took place in one metaphysical moment of life and death. But the network rejected the idea, stating that the audience wouldn't understand metaphysics and not enjoy the story. So see, I probably would have been a little confused. Yes, yes, and they probably made a good choice because I'm probably part of that happened. general population. Is like what? But yeah, metaphysics. Yeah, I was even more. I was still confused. Yeah. Now so it was also <laughs> it was all yeah. supposed to happen within one space of time. So we see we see it play out, and he's dead. Then we get the backstory of why he hates Christmas. What and came why, up? To why? Right. Because and he has issues with his daddy. The whole daddy issues was still been there, and then it comes back and it redoes the scene again, but this time he's alive and not dead.
1: Yeah, see, that's weird.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, he said it was a really cool, ambitious story with the network. And I think I agree, and shocker, but for once, I think I agree with the network <laughs> that it may have been just a little too much yeah. metaphysical for, common, for the average viewer to under right. well, what just happened? He was dead at the beginning, and now he's alive, and... I you know, and, but they still kept that aspect of it because we really don't know how he was brought back. That's my point. I mean, it's so that's a still a gun. that's still part of the story. He he managed to rewrite it in a way where he still got his little metaphysical. Was he brought back to life? Was he medically, you know, uh, uh, medicine brought right. him back to life? You know, how did he? So I mean, I like I like that aspect. It's still it. mystery. It's still I still think it's a good story. Yes. Yeah.
0: Peter Rabbit. What makes you so sure he's our man? Just a gut feeling I've been backing up all morning. Madison,
3: I want you to coordinate a hit on his apartment in case he didn't come to work today.
0: Matthew, we ran the same profiles through days ago. I've
3: been checking each one out. Yeah, well, I took a little shortcut and came up with something interesting. These photos that the computer kicked out, they got a lot more baggage attached than all the others. Look at this. No record with the DMV. Means he doesn't drive, right? Fits right into our theory. We have another one. Outside the six-mile radius. Yeah, I saw that when I came in. So how's he get around? This one here put us right back on square one. Hell, that's the one that nailed our guy.
0: Matthew, what are all these lines?
3: The city is a grid of routes. Bus routes, garbage routes. And look at this. Recycling route? Right. Look, he worked the route on the third. The noon to six shift. Convenience store was hit at 4.30. He was probably on a break then. And then here on the seventh. The midnight shift. It all fits together, George. We got him. And well, I'm going to bring him in.
0: We're going to bring him in.
3: Okay. Come on, babe. Let's hit a home run.
1: All right. So we have one Ooh, name one newcomer in this episode. Yay. Ready?
3: Peter Rabbit. Yes.
1: Is a main character in a series of children's books. Titled Peter Rabbit. Peter Rabbit, <laughs> right. <laughs> I knew that. Actually, I remember those as a kid. But we really don't get the guy's name until like two-thirds through the movie. But, but the best part of it, this guy's big and burly. I mean... yeah. Huge and what's your name, Peter Rabbit? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just, you know what I'm saying? I would feel so no wonder this guy's robbing grocery stores, man. That, yeah, you, you know? know, this guy's robbing stores because if you had a name, Peter Rabbit, I mean, yeah. goodness gracious, I think it's funny.
0: Sorry, Matthew.
3: He's been dying for 25 years, and all I ever wanted him to hear. He did that bastard. All I, all I ever wanted him to hear, was, I really didn't want him to die. Then tell him. <laughs> Look, kid, he hasn't heard anything in a
0: long time. Matthew, you haven't said anything in a real long time.
3: I want him back, George. I want to tell him.
0: Then you must tell him. I'll wait outside.
2: You can find us all over the internet. You can find us on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash alienationpodcast.
1: You can follow us on Twitter at AlienationCast. You can follow me personally at MasterJedi1975. Or you can follow me personally at GeekyFanboy. We are now on Stitcher Radio. You can download the app on any mobile device and listen to us anytime.
2: And we always love getting reviews on iTunes. Just go to iTunes, type in
1: Alienation Podcast, and we would love if you give us a five-star review. You can download the podcast, you can listen to the podcast, or just read show notes at alienationpodcast.com. We love getting feedback from you guys. If you want to send any comments about an episode, about
2: a podcast, anything at all, you can send those to alienationpodcast at com. All right, so I think overall we really enjoyed this episode. Another, well, I keep saying another winner like any of them are bad, but this was another enjoyable episode. Yes, I, and, I and feel- we both got different things from it, which was really cool.
1: I thoroughly enjoyed it. I liked it a lot, and... um It's you know it was a great episode for me personally. All right, cool. Well, I'm Kenny and I'm Michael. But before we
2: go, always remember: if you die, you're dead. Well, he wasn't dead. He
1: came back to life. Damn it!
0: (laughs) (laughs) So how are we doing over here?
1: Real good. No problem. I got some Karoo stance down. Searcher.
0: Um, do you want me to use the rock dance stance with the Carl Yastrzemski? Uh, I want you to do whatever feels right inside. Really? Well, even the best didn't get there without making a few discoveries of their own.
2: Are you a fan of the award-winning web series The Guild? Then join us for Knights of the Guild podcast, their official fan podcast. But it's not like your typical fan podcast, as the host, Kenny, has been working on The Guild since Season 2 and takes his listeners behind the scenes with exclusive interviews, special guest hosts, little-known behind-the-scene facts, and so much more. So come on over to iTunes and download Knights of the Guild podcast, or find
1: us online at knightsoftheguild.com.
3: Unlock your inner geek with Geek Therapy. A new web series starring America Young. I need you to make me a geek. Please help me.
1: Let's figure out your GQ, your geek quotient. Can you watch Family Guy and not be confused? It's 30 minutes of a guy fighting a chicken. What's not to understand? The point of this is to find a geekier side of you. Yes,
3: of course, I want this.
1: Watch this in its entirety. Watch it until you can quote it.
3: A firefly, that sounds really hot.
1: Do not abuse this power I have given you or you will find yourself
0: in a special level of hell.
1: Watch Geek Therapy on Comedyva.com. That's comedy plus diva. Comedyva, where the funny girls are.
0: So, ghost-infected Frank. He passed it on to the other guys, and I got it from his corpse? Right. Hello, Echo. How are you feeling? Did I fall asleep?
2: For a little while. Previously on Heroes.
0: You had to go and be the detective, didn't you, Matt? I'm not an aggressive person. But Ugh, man, there's just way is. too much on all I these channels. Things. But only in game. Everybody lives Rose. Just this one. Mm. In your dreams, not loaf. Bite my shiny metal hat.
3: Sometimes
0: I get I get vision. Walter, what are you doing? What you learn? I wish there was some way to find out what's really worth watching. There is. What? Who? What was that?
1: Tuning into Sci-Fi TV is the viewer's guide to genre television.
0: Where is that coming from?
1: With its spoiler-free quick reviews and water cooler and the spoiler-filled, in-depth back porch discussions, Tuning Into Sci-Fi TV is the only resource fans need to know what's on, what's good, and what's coming soon in science fiction and fantasy television. How did you get into my house? Join Kevin, Wendy, and Brandy Tweek for the latest in genre television. I'm calling the police. Uh, you can find Tuning Into Sci-Fi TV at TuningIntoSciFiTV.com.
2: No, seriously. How did you get into my house? Alien Nation, the newcomer's podcast, is a geeky fanboy production and has a creative commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, works 3.0, United States license, all rights reserved. Matt and George... For, oh God, these uh, certain sects... Sect? Was it sect? Sect. 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 They allow these certain sects to... Don't laugh at me.
1: (laughs) It just doesn't sound like you're saying sect. Sect. Okay. He said a certain sex. Sect. (laughs) sex. Okay, whatever. Go ahead. They
2: allow these certain sects. See, now you got me. I can't even say it. All right, fine. No, we're moving on.